0: And it's Lily. And you're listening to... Just, just Ghoulie things. things. Woo! I feel like we're doing this like a lot softer than what we usually do. But We've lost our... Yeah. I mean, it's... It's, it's 12.15 a.m. here yeah. in Jersey okay. on a Friday night because... Wild Friday wild.
1: nights.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I'm just recording a paranormal podcast... Pretty much. I feel like that's an awesome way to spend a Friday night. Not too many people do that, so.
1: Well, when Mike his co- his cousin, right? No, it's his friend. But his he, they friend. call each other cousins. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a dumb bitch. I believe anything.
0: <laughs> oh, that's uh, what Tariq said.
1: Yeah, he, yeah. He's like I'm his cousin. I was like, you don't look alike, but all of my cousins are step cousins. Oh. Okay. So they all have blonde hair, blue eyes. So like, who am I to judge a cousinly resemblance? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, but I was just like, all right. But yeah, he came in. He was like, so what you doing? I was like. Working on a podcast. <laughs> he's, doing like, my research? he's like, are you studying? Or, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no.
0: <gasps> definitely like, not.
1: Like, working on this super cool podcast. <laughs> Dude, I'm bringing, so I am going to, if any of you Boothangs are going to be at the music festival in Scranton, Pennsylvania, Camp Bisco, Ooh, slide into our DM. I'm going to bring so many flyers. Yes. I'm, gonna fl- I'm just going to throw them like stickers, like at the drop you know what i mean definitely should disco biscuits you should hardcore the, towards the
0: end you should wear our um just ghouly things stickers on your nips
1: oh my god yes Using those pasties well i know yes. a guy, i know a guy in the group who, and on your buns who, who i know a guy in the group who covered his nipples in cosmetic glitter so why not doing our Just Ghouli Thing dude, stickers? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to do that.
0: That is real advertising. Holy That's shit. That's good marketing.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: There you go. So I'm so excited. Who needs to pay for an outfit? Well, you can just put on some stickers and you're good to go. Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> I thought we should bring up um, last week's episode because um, I think w- I think the episode went really well. We got some good feedback on it, but um, as many of you guys probably don't know, Lily was pretty much dying. Yeah,
1: I was throughout that whole that, episode. I, I I was listening to it and even recording it. I felt kind of low energy, and I realized it was because. I had food poisoning. Mm. So, Rebecca and I were just snacking on some cantaloupe before, you know, prepping, setting up, making sure everything, she has her document all set to read off of, and I have mine. And I was just, I just popped a couple pieces of pre sliced cantaloupe in my mouth, thinking nothing of it. And about halfway through, you know just as we start my stomach starts to turn and I think you can hear at one point in the episode you can hear me like you can hear me go like (laughs) hear me like groan a little and go and like pour myself a glass of water and Rebecca and we were done early and Rebecca was like oh if you want to hang out and I was like yeah I'm gonna go home like my stomach's (laughs) killing me I, I take I take the highway home and I'm not feeling so good and it's it's coming Like, I can tell that, you know, I'm, I don't want to get too gross, but like, I'm going to vom and like, I know it. And I'm like, shit, like I'm 20 minutes, like at this point, I'm 20 minutes away from home. I can make it. So I need to call. And then I'm like, shit, no, like this isn't happening. So I call my mom to let her know I'm going to stop by, it's around three o'clock. I'm like, I'm going to stop by my old high school, run in, use the bathroom to like vomit because like, like there's no, there's no way I'm making it home. So I stop by my, I'm by my old high school and I pass these speed bumps and I'm like, no, no, oh not happening. God, so convenient. So I go to, so I go to turn and just as I turn, it just like unleashes all over my car. Absolutely covered. I, I, I'm open the door. I if leave, I were there, I would throw
0: up. Yeah. Just watching you throw so up. So
1: I leave my car running because I wanted still a breeze. I'm laying, like I took my shirt off, so I'm just like in my bra <laughs> And like jeans, and I'm just laying half in my car, half out of my car, and then the mail delivery lady walks by. Oh, <laughs> She's like, "Um, are are you okay?" And I'm like, "You know, I'm I, I was so sick. I was like, I was driving and I got sick." And she's like, "What well, were you drinking?" And I said, "No, no, I I don't know what happened." She was like, "Well, feel better." <laughs> she just walked away. She was like, that's not my job. That is not my job. So I call my mom. I'm like, mom, I threw up. And she's like, okay. So she's, I'm I'm in the middle of nowhere. The only reason I know what street I'm on is because I got a, I, I looked that sign dead in the eyes because I knew I needed to know. Because <laughs> as I was, I was turning in that intersection, I was like, this is important to know. So I give her the name of the street. It's a dead end. I my car is running in the middle. The doors are open. Like it looks like I had gotten shot. It was awful. <laughs> so my mom comes. I go home. I'm feeling better, but then I actually wound up full blown in the hospital because of Rebecca. Lily's not even
0: camelot. lying. Like she literally had fluids injected in her yeah, and everything went
1: through two IVs. And
0: I just want you guys to know that this happened lying. last Thursday. Correct. Mm-hmm. I didn't find out she went to the hospital for this until, uh, what, three hours ago? I do not want to
1: tell you over text.
0: It's crazy. I mean, she took a picture of herself in the hospital with the thing, and I didn't get that picture either. And so she had told me, she was like, she texted me, and she said, Rebecca, like, d- did you feel okay after that cantaloupe? And I'm like, yeah, like me, the dog was eating it. We were all eating from it. So, and <laughs> then luck. she was like, and then I didn't hear back from Lily, So I was like, all right. Like she just maybe just felt a little off. I don't know. And all of a sudden I'm finding out today she went to the hospital <laughs> after eating out of the same Whole Foods prepackaged cantaloupe.
1: Yeah. But That's crazy. it's happening with a button. My mom saw something on the news that uh, certain stores are taking less and less care. In between slicing, yeah, and you know what? My one of
0: my best friends, she worked at a um, supermarket for like six years, and mm-hmm. she worked specifically in like cutting fruits. And yeah. she would tell me some disgusting stories. She was like never buy pre-cut. Fruit from the supermarket because yeah. it's so gross. I mean, still do because I'm lazy as hell. But yeah. it's—I mean, I just—and she would tell me about the spiders they'd have to kill that mm. would come from like the other countries that would be in the boxes. They—I mean, they were like whole-ass tarantulas that she'd have to kill.
1: Mm-mm. I'm no like ma'am.
0: you would not be able to pay me enough to do. You that You know what?
1: I would rather have a tarantula on my avocado than vomit all over myself in my car at three o'clock on a Thursday in front of a male lady.
0: I'm gonna have to get back to you. On what my option would be because <laughs> i don't know that mom sounds really good right about now uh, i can't have a tarantula
1: on my avocado i can't elope Ooh. Can't. So. Speaking, speaking
0: of cantaloupe what a transition <laughs> you've been saving that one huh, yeah yep so speaking of cantaloupe um <laughs> Some of you guys may have seen on my social media, one of my best friends, Tony Ann. Um, Congratulations, Tony Ann. You don't know me, but congratulations. (laughs) But we're all friends. Um, She just um, got engaged in December, and she just had her engagement party recently and asked me to be one of her bridesmaids. So actually, this was Lily's idea from seeing the post to talk about... um, Haunted weddings, honeymoons. So we were trying to do some research and we came up with the idea to talk about some haunted wedding venues. Mm -hmm. So if you and a significant other or if you're forever alone but just are looking at Pinterest boards (laughs) and want to see what your dream wedding could possibly look like, Mm -hmm. we're going to give you guys a few cool ideas if you wanted a spooktacular wedding. So um, I'll start with The first one that I looked up. You do this. Notes. Okay. So I thought we'd go in strong and Mm -hmm. we'll be talking about the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California.
1: The very famous Queen Mary. The
0: very famous. So um, as you guys may know, um, the Queen Mary is a ship and... (laughs) Like many say, there's nothing like romance at sea. And the Queen Mary... Um, Until you get seasick and end up like
1: me. Yeah, don't end up like Lily, please. <laughs> Cruise to the Bahamas.
0: In your bra on the floor. Yeah. So um, when you get married on um, the Queen Mary, they have a beautiful ballroom. They have stern-side ceremonies and onboard hotel
1: rooms. So it's
0: beautiful. It's such a bucket list they wedding gotten, idea, I think.
1: They, and they have got some awesome ghost adventures um yes when they first started doing the i think it was the wii u thing when they just transform bodies and it looks into Mm -hmm. lines and it looks like it's coming upstairs i mean that
0: was that was that on
1: there yeah i'm pretty sure that was on the queen mary oh okay
0: so anyway um so this thousand foot ship began um being built In 1930, at the John Brown Shipyard in Clyde, Scotland, which Mm -hmm. I didn't know that this was built in Europe. I just thought this was built in America. So, originally being built in 1930, the Depression actually held up the construction for about like three years. So, between 1931 and 1934. And then her first voyage was on May 27th, 1936. Uh So, for three years, um, the Queen Mary hosted the world's most rich and famous people across the Atlantic, including the du- Duke and Duchess of Windsor,
1: Oh, wow. Greta
0: Garbo, Clark Gable, David Niven, married Pickford, George and Ira Gershwin, and Sir Winston Churchill, just to name very few. Um, and it was considered by the upper class to be the only civilized way to travel. And she held the record for the fastest ever North Atlantic crossing. So yeah, some awesome history to this boat. Um, but like I said, when World War II broke out in 1939, this luxury travel immediately ceased and the ship was transformed into a troop ship
1: nice. that would
0: become known as the Grey Ghost. Some foreshadowing there. Ooh. So uh, during this time, her capacity was increased from 2,400 to 5,500. So, I mean, m- more than double. It's crazy. And by the end of World War II, the ship had carried virtually more than 800,000 troops, traveled more than 600,000 miles, and played a significant role in every major allied campaign. Wow.
1: It's a lot. A lot for one ship. That's crazy. That's <laughs> like that one ship that was like the overachiever. Like that ship was the valedictorian. Oh, for sure. Won all Lauda. of the, Yeah, won all the scholarships. All the and, fancy yeah. graduation words that I don't know. <laughs> magna cum lauda sumo none of them that i got sumo
0: Sumo wrestling
1: sumo wrestling pie yummy yummy like papaya mango
0: (laughs) some lily cantaloupe yeah
1: (laughs) just throwing words out there anyways but yeah so um, fancy
0: fancy boat fancy boat did all this awesome stuff but then Get this, she also survived a collision at sea, this bitch is bad as fuck, and set the record for carrying the most people ever on a floating vessel, which is 16,683, and participated in the D-Day invasion. Overachiever! At the close of the war, the ship began to transport more than 22,000 war brides and their children to the United States and Canada, and was known as the Bride and Baby Voyages, she made 13 voyages for this purpose in
1: 1946
0: alone. So, um, this ocean liner spent 30 years at sea with at least 49 reported deaths on board. Wow. 49. And, And plenty of those spirits apparently still lurk the ship including two crewmen who were crushed to death by door 13 which I find so interesting 13 yeah Um, when I was reading that I was like hmm conveniently I don't know if they call it door 13 because 13 is an unlucky number or if it was actually labeled door 13 before all this started happening I don't know but it's called door 13 to everyone Um, and it's in the engine room and located 50 feet below the sea level in the boat's most haunted room You might also see women in 1930s style bathing suits around Mm. the first class swimming pool or hear the giggling of a little girl named Jackie around the second class pool where she drowned. Mm. Other appearances like that of a tall, dark haired man in a suit or a lady in white. Oh, ding, 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 ding. ding. We really need to start making a drinking game out of this podcast. Yes. So lit along with odd occurrences like door slamming, high-pitched squeals, and drastic temperature changes will leave no doubt in your mind as to why this vessel was named one of the top 10 most haunted places by Time magazine. <laughs> so like that, I mean that sounds so fun to have a wedding on there. I don't think I'd want the boat moving. Cuz I'm I'm good with boats. I'm good with boats, but every time I've been on a cruise ship, it's mm-hmm. hit a nor'easter.
1: Yeah, I can do that. Um I don't I I never have and never will go kayaking. I don't know if you have. Because the only time I have ever heard stories of kayakers is at the nail salon when the news is on and it's at that really weird news segment and it's that kayakers didn't come home. Huh. Think about it. Isn't that always like set the scene, right? You always Mm. hear about a couple... Who went out kayaking and they never return, but you're like in the foot massage chair. You know what I mean? And so you're like half listening to, but it yeah. also caught your attention. it's like Exactly. Like hmm. you're in the middle of doing something. Like or where'd you're, you go? Or you're in the waiting room at the dentist, right? Like you never sit down to watch the news and hear about it, but you hear about it.
0: I don't like that I understand this concept. <laughs> I don't like that I actually can relate to this without knowing I'd yeah. be able to relate yeah. to this.
1: In the words of one of my coworkers, Lily... A lot of shit you say is whack, but that one was pretty awesome.
0: Wow. You should have that on your tombstone one day. Yeah. Make sure you put that in your will. Okay. So, um, anyway. Uh, but I wanted to read a couple of stories of accounts that have occurred on the Queen Mary mm-hmm. by actual people. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one says, I didn't stay, but did a tour of the ship because the ship, I actually stayed, I actually didn't stay there, but I went there with my parents in 2011 and we ate on the ship it was really good food and it was so cool we, we heard some weird noises but i don't really i don't think it was anything significant yeah. but anyway um we did do the tour as well and it said and they continue by saying it was the end of the tour where the little girl ghost, i don't remember her name which was jackie hangs out by the now drained pool i felt a small child's hand grab three of my fingers and began to pull me away from the pool more towards Ooh. the deck and a nearby bar it should be noted that I can't swim, and had the pool been full still, I would have been nowhere near that room. Ooh. That's so. But on oh, that's so sweet! Like the little girl's like, "I don't want you drowning like me. Move away from there."
1: True. So at least, uh, it's, uh, maybe that's why she stuck around to like, like help people. Yeah. Oh, I love that's, that. That's
0: cute. Okay. Story time. I have some friends, two brothers, who stayed on the Queen Mary before the ghost tours and any of the advertising of it being haunted. They were exploring the ship with their aunts when they got on the elevator to head to the top deck. The elevator wouldn't move, then finally proceeded to take them down. It opened up on a level that was clearly not in use and would take them up no matter how many times they would push the button, so they decided to try and find some stairs. Walking down the hallway, they came upon two double doors. They could hear the sounds of children playing and smelled chlorine, Hmm. but the door was locked and they couldn't check out the pool. They figured it was a private party and they went on their way. Later on, they asked one of the concierge about the pool and how they can get uh, to it to go swim. They were then sheepishly told that the pool had been out of service and drained. I'm assuming this is that pool. Apparently, it's the most haunted part of the ship, and even during their Halloween haunt rush, people uh, rush people through it. Weird stuff. Yeah. Like, what are the... Wow. That would be creepy to experience that. Like, you are so dead set that you heard people, you smelled the chlorine.
1: Well, that's it. The smelling the chlorine is what gets me because smell also is the fastest way to trigger memory. Oh, for sure. And so what I'm wondering also is, was this like a form of trying to lure them in? What did they want them to see? Yeah, right?
0: Wait, so they tried to
1: open the door but it was locked it was locked so what is
0: you know what what's the message unless it's just a residual haunting and they're just there repeating life well, on geez, the ship if
1: i was the girl ghost i wouldn't be repeating shit she drowned yeah would you want to drown I, every night, that, Rebecca?
0: I definitely wouldn't but i don't think they have a choice
1: Well, I definitely think that the uh, ghost of the young girl who was there is there still maybe kind of stuck between two realms because how she passed, but also maybe to watch out for the others. But yeah, I mean, the other, you know, I don't know, but I can imagine even how she described the concierge sheepishly saying, oh, it's been out of service and drained. That probably was not that's not a new question that she gets asked. You yeah, know what I mean she's probably regularly asked and has to say no like that's not a thing. All I'm right. So crazy. All right, so Lil, what's your next story? All right, so next m- hotel. My next hotel is the Flater's Hotel, which actually was built on the Ocean City Boardwalk in Ocean City, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, built in 1923. So, part of The whole appeal and everything of the Flanders Hotel, let me go to my ASMR notes. Oh, we missed this. Right? So, the Flanders Hotel was built on the Ocean City Boardwalk in 1923. So, it's a lavish place. So, it's a beachfront property and it's all suites. So, they range, I think, with like between one and five bedrooms. Wow, it's nice. Yeah. Um... And it's got uh, a heated seasonal pool. Okay. So it's it's this is this is like a bougie nice place. Spa. Nice place to get married yes. and relax. Yes, exactly right. Get your family together, hit the spa restaurant, go to the fitness room, a bunch of gift shops, noodle around, all that good stuff. Cute, right? Go to the beach, have your wedding reception. Get the boardwalk
0: right there. Take exactly. some beautiful pictures. Saltwater taffy, right? Mm. Like it. And fudge. On the
1: sur on on the surface. Like a totally cute like, boardwalk empire style. That's what I would do there, right? Mm-hmm. Like a 1920s boardwalk so empire cute, style. Yeah. That's what I would do there.
0: However, <laughs> there is a twist.
1: When it was built, there were s- they call them the catacombs. Okay. So in the basement underneath this and they use beautiful like spanish inspired architecture okay. and it's a tower it's 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 lovely it's beautiful to look at. However, in the 1920s and the 1930s, organized crime became more, you know, more prominent and in mm-hmm. influencing business op- operations uh, throughout the country and the east coast of course was no exception and like we said boardwalk empire right atlantic city all that stuff uh geographically i'm not quite sure where ocean city is i should know but i don't it's probably well i mean it's itself yeah it's like probably more on the southern tip of jersey so underneath There was a secluded area, which they called the catacombs, and was used by mobs to perform hits on enemies. And it's unknown how many people were killed there. Um, Sounds Jersey. Yeah, right? Other people do say, though, that people were killed upstairs in the hotel and then hidden down in the maze of (sighs) rooms. Yeah, so it was uh, seven or eight expansive rooms. Wow. Which they called the catacombs for obvious reasons. Many um, of the victims of are seen in the catacombs, and they hear laughter when no one's around, and they claim to see various dark apparitions.
0: That's crazy.
1: So, within the catacombs is usually seen their most prominent ghost, Emily. Right? So, she was once seen in the basement hotel in the early hours of July 7th, 1999. Mm -hmm. So, she is also known as the Lady in White great yeah wearing a white a gown of course we would expect nothing less nothing i'd be very disappointed if i said she was in red <laughs> i'd be like
0: get your fucking shit together we're taking you shopping you're getting a white dress you because can't, you
1: can't be haunting places in a red dress yeah. you gotta be in white yeah, get with the program lady pull out a fucking argyle sweater shit no no <gasps>
0: Like we should create our own what not to wear, but for like paranormal <laughs> version. Get all of the like That's all a meme. That's the a meme. Go- all the ghost girls, all in different colors. Um, honey, what do you think I'm gonna say about that? Tim Gunn. Make it work. That hounds tooth is definitely not in, honey. That
1: hound's tooth is a thumbs down tooth. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting way too late. Okay, for this. yeah, sorry. So anyways, so or the Lady in White, is perhaps the hotel's most famous ghost. Ghost stores of Ocean City say that she was the girlfriend of a World War I soldier who never returned from Europe who and he had been killed in the trenches. Aww. Yeah. So they describe her as being in her early 20s with long brown hair and she is most commonly seen in the lobby and on the second and fourth floors. So she wanders and dances down the hallways of the second and fourth floor in her bare feet um, as if she had just come in from the beach. Okay. Beach, maybe, perhaps waiting for her, her husband, yeah. you know, to return, or, or boyfriend, or whatever. Uh, and they have heard for years, swinging doors, light bulbs unscrewing, and they have reported incidents. Uh, also, of the sound of a girl singing in the hallways, and seeing the train of a white gown disappearing around corners of corridors, and. All that stuff. The creaky hallways, the spooky singing, the disembodied voices. And according to most eyewitness accounts, Emily will appear and disappear into walls and she will mischievously uh, play with door locks. Okay. I saw that she, I read that she will calmly approach people and ask for help with her room key and offer to help with their room key and say, oh, I'm having trouble, blah, blah, blah. So that goes. But so I'm assuming she
0: is she full figured or is she clear or Um, so people must think that she's a real person like oh okay
1: probably I mean that would I mean I believe that ghost manifestation can switch depending on the energy the type of haunting yeah to honestly personally I picture her as just like your classic spooky like transparent girl. Who like floats around, singing, tries to play pranks, yeah. Um, But yeah, so for years, these incidents of swinging doors and unscrewing light bulbs and door lock mischief, especially like what I'm wondering also is their room key situation because Mm -hmm. you know how ghosts with modern technology are like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if she's thinking, hey, like I can't figure this out, you know, and what is this new? Yeah, what is technology, right? And it's a fucking piece of plastic Mm -hmm. key, but she's used to the old timey actual actual keys. So I want to know who she
0: actually is, Mm -hmm. and if she died on the property, if she actually, if there's a reason why, maybe the maybe she was killed by the mob.
1: Well, exactly. That's and they saw like it's like they say like one of the first real times that she was actually fully seen, was in the catacombs. Mm -hmm.
0: And, yeah, and then I think, what if, this is my theory, what if she was either the daughter or the wife to somebody that had connections with the mob
1: Mm -hmm. and...
0: He either didn't pull through with something he was supposed to do for the mob, True. or he ratted someone out, or something. Yeah. And so they said, "Okay, like you're gonna hurt one of us, we'll hurt something that you love," and then Ooh. killed Emily to prove a point.
1: Ooh, good one. Yeah, because I'm looking at this timeline, right? And a World War One soldier, when the bo- when the building was being was uh fully built in 23 and when you think about that timing and whether or not he was a prisoner of war had died in, you know in the trenches or whatever you know there's a lot of possibilities there yeah and i think that could also be what makes her kind of way more spooky is you don't know her story
0: this so much uh what is it um like ambiguity there
1: yeah exactly yeah. and Like you said about it being probably involved with a mobster in the catacombs, why else would she be at that hotel? Yeah. You know, what would Emily be doing hanging out at that hotel, waiting for her boyfriend to return when she probably had her own home? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh So. uh, I would think that, especially
0: she was so young, she probably wasn't fully laid to rest because she... Was never discovered. There was no closure, and yeah. she her remains are yeah. there, so that's Board where she stayed. Hell without
1: her man's there, yeah, yeah. Who knows if oh. anyone? If anyone? Th- this seems like a really interesting one that actually we could probably do. Just I would like, love to go like, there and investigate. Yeah, right. Do like a yeah, right by the shore and everything. That could be fun, and we could ask around and do our own stuff. So let us know if you if you'd be interested in yeah. that. That's definitely doable. Yeah, especially in the summer. But yeah, so. I definitely mean, wouldn't
0: complain about going down the shore on a nice
1: sunny day, especially not to see our classic ghost woman in white. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So my next story that um, is a really popular place for people to get married, if they're into um, haunted history as well as old Hollywood glamour, <coughs> is the uh, Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel in Los Angeles, yes. California. Yes. So I love old Hollywood glam like I am a huge Marilyn Monroe fan oh, and Frankie Sinatra all the all the classes all the OGs. Hollywood it's uh, like not that I want to go back there because there's a lot of fucked up shit back oh then, yeah with like women's rights and like civil rights in general and, like
1: everyone was on coke
0: yeah like um, have you
1: actually seen a happy birthday Mr. President Marilyn and he's Monroe. just sitting there like bitch shut up and she is she's just like I just mm it was crazy times back then. It really was. And they're going to say that about this time but, in like a 50 uh, years too.
0: Yeah, that's so true. But in I... Crazy
1: times. Everyone was, had fidget spinners. See, <laughs> Crocs. Like,
0: and Crocs. And Jules. Jules! See, but I like this period of time, like the, the 20s and stuff. And like just this whole old Hollywood glam time because these people that were like pioneers in the industry. I just find it so interesting, both of us who are into film and TV, um, just looking back in the history and kind of seeing how we have become actors and kind of how we've grown our Mm -hmm. practice and craft because of these people. The Roosevelt Hotel, which is what we were talking about, is in Los Angeles and was built in 1926. And it's home to the very first Academy Award ceremony. And it's, Blossom Room Ballroom. Um, So the hotel went under renovations in 1984. And it seems that these renovations have angered a lot of spirits that live there mm-hmm. specifically celebrity spirits that live there and it's also important to note that um there have been many changes not only to the appearance of the hotel but throughout the years there's been this place has been sold and back and forth back and forth with new owners mm-hmm. so it seems like everyone that goes in they change it one way or another and it's it's not what it used to be yeah. Um. They're making usual. it bigger and better yeah. now. I think they put like thirty million dollars into like renovating it. And Holy stuff. shit! At the time though, when they first made this, um, when they first made this hotel though, it, it, um, it translated to about thirty million dollars, like our money. But I think it was like two million or six million back then. Yeah. But um, either way, ridiculous, <laughs> amount ridiculous of amount of money and um. But apparently, this hotel was loved by many old Hollywood actors, and that's why there are many old um, Hollywood actor ghost sightings. So, um, one of them is the famous Marilyn Monroe, and apparently, people have seen her in full figure in the full length mirror that was once in her poolside suite. And um, I don't know, I've heard, I saw a couple things, but it's either in the elevator bank. Or it's now, um, now it's in the lobby of the hotel. So if you guys go to the Roosevelt Inn mirror in Los selfie. Angeles, let me know which, uh, where Marilyn Monroe's mirror is. Because um, apparently you can see her every once in a while in the mirror. That which is, is so insane. dope. That'd be so cool to take a mirror selfie with Marilyn Monroe. And, um, and then um, you can stay in one of the hotel's 20 rooms for your wedding night. And you might encounter strange noises and shadows. Or the sound of typewriting, typewriting, even though there's no typewriter in sight. Or you can specifically ask for room 928, where supposedly there's the ghost of Montgomery Clift, who was the star uh, of From Here to Eternity. And um, you may see him playing the trumpet or pacing the hallways reciting his lines. So yeah. if you're looking for a very eventful <laughs> wedding... Um, with some Hollywood entertainment that you don't have to pay for, just go to Roosevelt Hotel. So, Lil, you want to take it away with your last and final wedding venue?
1: All right. So, here we go. This is called the Crescent Hotel. Ow! Bang. Bang, bang into the room. Sorry. So, Mm -hmm. this is called the Crescent Hotel, and it's in uh, Eureka Springs, Arkansas. So a little blurb about it. Uh, The Crescent Hotel was built in 1886 as a resort for the rich and famous, but quickly became unmanageable and fell in disrepair. In 1908, it was reopened as the Crescent College and Conservatory for Young Women. The institution closed down in 1924 and then opened again in 1930 as a junior college. So this has been a lot of things. Yeah. Ultimately, still referred to as the Crescent Hotel. I don't know where to begin. So it literally refers to himself. We're looking right now. Uh-huh. The website is americasmosthauntedhotel.com. Seems like a reliable source. So there are a few ghosts uh, which are believed to haunt. There are three. So let's start with Michael. Okay. Okay. The ghost of Michael is an Irish stonesman who fell to his death while building The building in 1865. Okay. There is Theodora, who died during her stay. And, oh, she also... Oh, okay. She might ask you to help her find your room key. Wow. But then, there is Morris the Cat, who may appear at the foot of your bed while you're asleep. So, that's not too bad. Oh, ghost kitty. Yeah. So, this is almost... It's got a lot of room of, like, for so many activities, right? There could be a lot of different things going on. Yeah. So, eventually, Nor- a man named Norman Baker used it as a hospital to help cure, you know, illnesses and everything. But really, it was all a scam. Okay. He scammed all these people out of money. Asshole. So Yeah. So, <laughs> on September... Fip- September I'm fucking exhausted. Aww. So, on February 5th, 2019, they were doing construction to expand the parking lot or whatever, and they found remnants of from when Norman Baker had made it a hospital. And things they found included surgical tools, medical specimen jar, and just a whole bunch of shit, all 80 years old. Hospital like, equipment buried. is
0: so creepy. And, yeah, like it's no matter scary how old enough. Or how right? Old what new? the hell?
1: So, They find all of this shit, and I'm reading some of the ghost stories, and they go as follows. Recently, I got a rather unexpected reaction from a couple on my tour. It was during my explanation of Norman Baker's suite, the one he used while operating his hospital. I mentioned that he had two giant St. Bernard dogs for protection. The lady next to me snapped her head in my direction with wide and startled eyes. She then looked at her husband pointedly, as if in silent communication. I smiled and stopped and asked if she had a question. She said that they stayed in that room the night before and that they kept hearing scratching noises in the stairwell outside the door all night. Wow. I hope that night before was not their honeymoon night. Uh. (laughs) So they kept telling themselves that it was nothing, nothing. But when she heard about those huge dogs, she said that she was afraid to stay in their same room again that evening. I assured her that nothing bad has ever happened to any of our hotel guests, only that they sometimes hear or see odd things.
0: If there was a huge dog... I thought there was a huge dog outside of my door. I am opening up that door so quick. I don't care if it's a ghost dog. I put the shit out of that dog. dog. Oh, for sure. A
1: big, especially a big, like, floofy St. Bernard. Oh, Ghoulie pup. Ghoulie pups. Yeah. No. uh, Yeah, this is definitely, I can imagine, like, getting married here beautiful because the exterior is beautiful yeah and it's you can so stunning uh, yeah uh, and of course all of these will be pictures on our instagram i'll yeah. you know in the uber on the way home i'll save mm. them and i'll post them later but it would ca- kind of be kind of fun get married and then have like your whole wedding party like bridesmaids groomsmen parents i'll go on like this haunted tour of so the wedding fun. venue that would be really fun uh That's so, wedding goals yeah so if you need a wedding planner hire me <laughs> and then we have another one one night, right after our tours ended, a young woman who had been on one of my tours came running out of the bathroom, telling me, I just went into the bathroom, and as soon as the door shut behind me, I proclaimed out loud that I didn't believe any of this. And immediately after I said that, the water started pouring out of the ceiling. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. (laughs) I investigated to find the sprinkler head and the floor were both wet, but no flowing water. Uh. Maintenance could not explain why it happened. Needless to say, she had turned from cynic to ghost believer in the space of just a few short moments. All right. Then we have another one, which this made me (laughs) from the first few. I was like, wow, this is a ghouly girl's move. Oh God. So apparently some girls in the morgue during one of my recent tours asked the EMF detector, which stands for electromagnetic field, which also which is used to believe to like detect ghosts and everything. If Michael, the Irish stonesman ghost was listening. And I feel like that's something that we would do, although it would also be like, Michael, are you single? Like, we'd bullshit around yeah. with that EMF detector 100%. Are you a fuckboy, Michael? <laughs> Here's where it gets to be, like, ghouly girl 100. The meter responded in the affirmative. So Michael was listening. Their next question involved whether Michael preferred brunettes, <laughs> blondes, or gingers. <laughs> At the mention of ginger hair, the EMF went, reader went crazy fast. <laughs>
0: A conveniently Irish. Definitely he was a ginger himself.
1: <laughs> so in the minds of those witnesses, it is official that Michael, said to be a well known ladies man, even in his ghostly state, likes redheads the best.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Irish Jonesman,
1: I mean, yeah, that is such I feel like that's very us.
0: I love that. I would totally ask something like that.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, be but like Michael, blue blue or ranch. Blue cheese or ranch dressing. <laughs> I need to know. How do you want your burger cooked, Michael? <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> We're just laughing That's, and it hurts that my is, eyes. I relate to those. If, if anyone, like, was on that tour or is one of those girls or knows them, tell them to hit us up because that is that same ghouly girl energy. We really need to go on an investigation
0: so we can ask some crazy questions. We would get the hard-hitting answers. Oh, yeah. We would... We would get answers that no one would ever think of asking because they're so out there.
1: One last story and then I'll leave you guys alone. Interesting stay for me. I encountered on the third floor of this stately and ancient hotel as an empath by nature absorbing energy around me with ease. Goings on in this place, I am able to explain in a sensible fashion. Online, my room was reserved Whereas my room number was my late mom's birthday, which mm-hmm. I found to be of a supernatural sense. What are the chances of this happening with seventy ish rooms to stay in? Wide awake I awoke at three fifteen AM hearing strange
0: Yes
1: Hearing strange noises eerie to me. Could very well be the ghost nurse pushing the gurney with squeaky wheels outside in the hallway. Additionally, a strange presence in my room, I felt, and appearances of what appeared to be orbs. Also, I placed items in my room— which seemed to not be there upon retrieval. The closet curtains were not pulled back as they were, for example. Shadows one afternoon, I noted on the stairwell, with not an explanation. My air conditioner would go absolutely crazy with sounds that were constantly changing. It would turn on and then off and turn on, louder, softer, and in the middle at night. My TV showed error, yet there wasn't one because it booted up eureka springs crescent hotel yes interesting you are very hospitable helpful staff quaint lobby amazing antiques and fabulously landscaped grounds the gift shop beautiful with a sweet kind lady manager that's good to know so it all worked out in the end yeah
0: that's um, a roller coaster of a story yeah so my last and our final wedding venue um Haunted place is none other but the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it comes to no surprise that this had to make our list. Yeah, Um, It is, as most of you guys know, one of the most iconic haunted hotels and was made famous um, for the inspiring Stephen King's The Shining, Mm -hmm. which is, um, and it's real-life paranormal activity. All of that together just meets every expectation you would possibly have on your haunted wedding day exactly so um you know what fuck the fuck the regular honeymoon suite and when you go to the uh stanley hotel ask for room 217 which is the room that stephen king stayed um to witness the infamous visions like the suitcases unpacking themselves and the ghostly children yeah yeah, which um some people don't know this but stephen king wrote the shining based off of this hotel and his experience in it and the ghostly children that he saw remember those twins from the movie yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: that was inspired by his experience dude have you seen them now the the girls yeah they're like fully grown up and it's, it's weird like, yeah i've seen pictures
1: they told uh the little kid who played what was it timmy tommy the son yeah they told him that it was just a movie about a family on vacation because they didn't want to freak him out. Aww. So they'd be like, okay, you're talking to your finger for fun. Okay, you're riding your bike, but now you're scared of a lady. And, like, they didn't let him see the final product. And then years that later, he hysterical. was like, what the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> and he was in one of the greatest horror cinematic films of all time. Exactly. And didn't even know it at first. Yeah. Isn't crazy. Okay. So, um, strange things have gone on in this hotel since 1911 – which includes a housekeeper who was electrocuted in room 217, mm-hmm. conveniently. And uh, she she loved to tell a tale, though, during an electric storm. Among the ghosts who haunt the place are the original owners, F.O. and Flora Stanley, who attempt to still run their establishment from the spirit world.
1: Oh, that's commitment. Workaholics.
0: <laughs> Workaholics, even in the afterlife. I respect the grind. Um, okay, and... Future wedding guests might hear Flora playing her piano in the dead of night or may have them take a picture in the Billions Room. F.O. may make a special appearance in the, in the shot. You never know. He might photobomb
1: some wedding photos. Get the F.O. to here.
0: All right, Lily. Um, my friend Dora is over there. You can <laughs> kindly leave and get your Uber oh. ASAP. Uh. Um, okay. So um, I have a few experiences that I found online of people that have stayed at the hotel, and um, there's some pretty interesting stories. So the first one reads, my wife and I visited there a few years ago, went up to the fourth floor, and were walking around when we heard what sounded like a billiard ball rolling across the floor above us. We went downstairs to ask if anyone was upstairs on the roof doing maintenance. Apparently, nobody was. Pretty interesting place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Second story. I stayed there a few years ago when my friend got married on the grounds. Convenient. I didn't have any experiences in the hotel, but the building where they had the reception was straight up haunted. Nice. Me and another groomsman wandered around the building. Yeah, they did. And there were crazy, old, uh, crazy cold spots and footsteps right behind us. How could you not? But Sorry, the, I'm getting really <laughs> excited reading this. But the craziest thing was a me and the groom's dad were taking a leak in the bathroom in the reception <laughs> building before the service started. We were at urinals next to each other and the only ones in the restroom, and suddenly one of the faucets behind us turned on. Mm. We looked at each other and then back, and sure enough, we watched the faucets on the other sink turn on too. Not ashamed to say I didn't wash my hands that time. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and the next story is when I was about seven or eight, my family visited the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. Immediately when we got there, I was walking up the steps and looked at a rocking chair as it swayed back and forth. Mm -hmm. There was no wind at the time, and it didn't creep me out, so I walked up to the chair and looked very closely to see if there was anything that could manually make it move. Mm -hmm. There wasn't. Of course not. Of course not. The chair swayed for a solid five minutes, and then it slowed down to a stop. About 20 minutes later, my two brothers and I were walking down the hallways of the hotel, and we came to room 217 and there was a Do Not Disturb card stuck between the door and the frame. All three of us then heard children laughing from right on the other side of the door, then complete silence. Right after we heard laughing, the, right on the, uh, uh, the card started to wiggle from our side of the door right in front of our eyes. (laughs) You actually do. Taking a picture of him right now. Neither of us were touching it, and I still have a vivid memory of it creepily wiggling back and forth without anyone physically moving it. We knocked on the door, and no one answered, and the door was locked, so we couldn't open it. We then, of course, ran away from it, but it seemed like the ghosts were not done messing with us. As we slowed down to a walk, we heard more children laughing and running around about ten feet in front of us when no one was there. We also thought that we heard a ball, maybe a soccer ball. It sounded like children who were playing kickball or soccer. (laughs) (laughs) That's interesting seeing a bunch of kids. I mean, I I wonder why so many children are at this hotel. I mean, it seems like a big place to run around and play games. But who are these children?
1: Dude, you know what would be hilarious as hell? What? Like after the wedding, you have the reception in that big ass maze, and you do the throw <gasps> the bouquet, and it winds up in the I, maze, I and the women. That would, that
0: would be my luck. <laughs> all, all, all my bridal party be scrambling for
1: it. <laughs> I don't
0: care if I get lost. I That's just need sh- that bouquet. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, this is the final story. My husband and I and our daughter, who was three years old at the time, stayed here in the summer of 2013. I'd always wanted to visit due to it being their inspiration for The Shining. We were excited to find that our room was on the fourth floor. We were a couple doors from the back exit outside staircase. The first thing that was weird was that our daughter told us a few things that seemed odd. I don't remember what, but it was stuff she'd never talked about before. And when I asked her where'd she learn it from, she said it was from the two little girls that (gasps) had just told her. I was unsettled because we hadn't seen any children since entering the hotel. After that, my daughter and I were in our room while my husband got our bags from the car. I took a few pictures of her in the room, and they showed up in sepia tone, even though I had my camera oh. on the normal setting. Only the photos inside our room were like this, the, and only when my husband wasn't with us. Whew, chills. That evening, we were walking outside, exploring... And I took some pictures of our daughter. We were in the courtyard area where I think they have outdoor weddings. There you go. (laughs) The pictures I took show white ghostly looking arms grabbing at my daughter. (gasps) It was terrifying when I reviewed the pictures later. Photos I took in the hallway show a white floating profile of a man's head up near the lights by the ceiling. It might have been some sort of reflection from the lights, but was enough to seriously freak me out. It had detail that made it seem like it wasn't just a trick of light. I also found it weird that we never saw other people in the fourth floor hallway, except for once when we opened the door to get out of our floor and a Jack Nicholson impersonator, who could have been Jack's twin, was waiting to get in the elevator. No way! That's so awesome. My reaction was pretty hilarious, since I was always on edge. Kudos to him for roaming the hall and adding to the ambience. That's, That's commitment. Sweet. That's awesome. I didn't look at my pictures until we got home from the trip because I was worried about what I would see and didn't want to scare myself out of sleeping there. I ended up having weird sleeping experiences anyway. I kept feeling like someone was pressing the covers down on top of me, like I was trapped underneath them. I barely slept. My husband didn't have any odd experiences. We didn't do the ghost tours or anything since we had our child with us. Mm -hmm. I'd like to go back in the future and stay with only my husband. Also, several times, the bottom of the curtains of our room looked like they were being pulled up and also bumped out like someone was behind them. (laughs) And, side note, the thing about my daughter and the little girls talking was really odd because I've never heard of there being any real life equivalent to the Shining twins. So, it made me a little weirded out. So Yeah, that's pretty creepy. That's the first thing I thought when she said that about the the two girls. I just automatically thought the Shining girls. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every now and then at work, Someone will come in, and if, like, I'm at my podium alone or someone else is there, I'll be like, Hi, how are you? And when two of us say it together, I'm just like, Come dine with us <laughs> forever, forever and, and, ever ever and ever and ever. ever. <laughs> no, yes, yeah, same here, though, with that two little girl image. Yeah. It's also crazy how iconic he made that mm-hmm. because you see those two little girls, and even, you know, in some cases, people who haven't seen the movie might know that image yeah
0: well now they're coming out with a, another movie of The Shining
1: oh um Doctor Sleep or whatever is
0: it I just know Something that they're coming like that. out with the second one so that'll be an interesting yeah. movie to watch that we have to see alright guys so on that note that wraps up this episode of Just Ghouly Things we want to thank you guys so much again for listening to us ramble at 1.22 in the morning on a Friday night well, Saturday morning now. In our notebook ASMR. Uh, oh, Music's yes. hilarious. Oh wow, last week's special menu. <gasps> oh Lord. <laughs> and um, <laughs> guys, um, we're gonna start using our Patreon more. We're gonna be posting some extra content on there. We don't wanna give away what exactly we're gonna be doing on there, but um, mm-hmm. let's just say it's a lot more ghost stories. And uh, ghouly uh, ghouly activities, ghouly gags, ghouly Uh, gags. I don't know, but um, I don't, yeah, but you guys should just go to our Patreon links in our bio um donate different tiers as low as one dollar and get some extra content from your favorite gooly gals we're gonna start that up next week so yeah. we'll keep you posted on our instagram which is just gooly things podcast our twitter jdt podcast and our facebook just ghoulie things podcast um to let you guys know when more content will be posted all right um thank you guys again oh and can't forget if you or someone you know Has a paranormal story that they'd like to share. Email us at
1: justghoulythingspodcast at (laughs) gmail.com.
0: All right, boo things. We will see you around. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye and good night. Yes. Super good night. (sighs) Bye. (laughs)